Hey guys, right at the top of the show, before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody that the best way to support the show is by going to your podcasting app and giving the show a rating and review. That way it helps other people find us. We're in a real big push right now. The show took off really well when we first launched, and we just want to keep that inertia going. So please, go to your podcasting app and leave us a five-star rating and a review, and just say how great we are. Thanks a lot. alphabet words transmit well even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Welcome to Alphabet Bravo Charlie. I'm Jason and you're listening to the Alphabetical Wilco podcast. I'm with my buddy, the ever knowledgeable Kevin. Kevin, how you doing today, bud? I'm doing I was going to say I'm doing well, but I think that's what I always say. So I'm doing fantastic. It's going to be a nice use of the word well. Uh, today, because I, I always say good. That's what I meant by a nice use of the word where I always say good. Mm. It's it's incorrect, but I always say good. Uh, today, we are covering An Empty Corner off the album An Ode to Joy. Or Ode to Joy, not An Ode to Joy. A um, little bit of a disclaimer here up at the front that I don't know how Kevin's going to feel about this. Uh not necessarily a bad thing, but Ode to Joy is probably my least favorite Wilco album. Uh, and, and I say oh, that man. in a strong way. Well, I mean, this is our final episode <laughs> of... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, I mean, it, there is a pattern among Wilco fans that I've, I've observed over the years that every time a Wilco album comes out... Uh, Especially back in the days when, like, via Chicago, I don't know if you ever posted on there, but the, the Wilco message board was popping. Uh, new Wilco album would come out, and people would rank the Wilco albums, and the new one would always be at the bottom. So, like, A Ghost is Born, mm, that was everyone's least favorite. And then a few years after, Sky Blue Sky would come out, and all of a sudden, oh, uh, A Ghost is Born would move higher, and Sky Blue Sky was at the bottom. I remember Sky Blue Sky being universally, like, seemed like everyone disliked it. Uh, and then Wilco, the album comes out and people all of a sudden appreciate Sky Blue Sky. Uh, and it's just the pattern continues and continues. Now, um, so for you, what I would say is, is just give it time. Let yeah. it resonate with um, uh, To me, I, I quite like Ode to Joy. Um, it is a, it's an album for a very specific mood. I don't put it on all the time where it's like, I could put on Being There, I could put on Summer Teeth, I could put on Sky Blue Sky at any time and have a good time. I, I think uh, this album is, is a late at night record, maybe early in the morning on a rainy Sunday. It, it's just a, it's a it's a it's a bit of a downer record, which is totally fine and, and great. But it just makes it it's not an album I put on in the car all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, I think what you just described describes me to a T. I think the way I take in Wilco's discography um, kind of happens. OK, so I started off heavily with Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, like a lot of people did. And then, like, they will they always seem to follow those, like, kind of game-changer Wilco albums with uh, some more downbeat albums, a couple of downbeat albums. But then they'll, like, release something like The Whole Love. And then I'm like, oh, cool, they're, they're trying something new again. And I, I'm ba- I, I, and it, which makes me appreciate the, the few the, in between there because I now have something new and juicy to bite my teeth into. And after I've listened to that one, like, 15 times, then I 
tend to go back and listen to the ones in between. I'm like, oh, yeah, this was good. I was just wanting something different when it came out. But now I'm ready for this one. And then it'll take, like, Schmilko. So Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Love it. Uh, it's a, contender, a top three contender for me. But then Schmilko came out, and I, I was so high off of Star Wars that I, I really liked Schmilko. But then they released Ode to Joy, and it was kind of like, oh, okay, more of the slow, low-key, you know, okay, guys, that, that I this isn't what I'm looking for right now. So I'm sure you're right. I'm sure an album or two down the road, I'll look back at Ode to Joy and be like, yeah, this is dope. I like this. So, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I, you're I think, right I think, and 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 we'll, we'll hear it in this song. Uh, yeah. Schmilko and Ode to Joy are both, um, more mellow acoustic-y Wilco records. Yes. But I think they're both, uh, they're different sides of the spectrum of, uh, mellow acoustic records. Uh, I think there's a lot of, um, uh, textures, uh, that, uh, Nels and, and Michael Jorgensen create on this album that you wouldn't, that wouldn't, um, have a place on Schmilko. Uh, and I think Glenn Kochi's drumming style, because um, he doesn't use any cymbals, he doesn't use hi-hat, crash, nothing like that. It's all um, kick and snare and toms um, uh, across the whole record, uh, at least as far as I'm aware. Um, uh, it is what kind of makes this album feel different, sets it apart from uh, the other, um, uh, you know, more downbeat Wilco records. Yeah. Uh, so we can just jump into this song and talk about the song and... Uh... You go from there. An empty corner. You can hear that the Glenn's drums right away. Like he, there's a shaker in there too, but it's it sounds wooden, like right. It doesn't sound metallic. He's got a. Uh, there's some kind of sleigh bell or something going on there too. Unless I'm. Oh yeah, in the background, like kind of creaking. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, especially the, these opening lyrics, I, I believe come from uh, a story in Jeff's autobiography talking about working at a liquor store uh, and his boss came in and said, oh, I left you a Christmas present on the coffee machine in the back and it was cocaine. Um, uh, so it, and in that case, it does sound a little, it, it does feel like a song from Warm and Warmer. Uh, where uh, um, it seems a little uh, retrospective on, on Chef's life. Um, uh, and, and that was a complaint I think a lot of Wilco fans, some Wilco fans had when this album came out, is like, oh, it sounds like Warm and Warmer. Uh, to me, this is the one song on the record that does sound like you could probably um, take a Wilco, put in Spencer Tweedy, and uh, um, it probably would sound... Uh, um, uh, sound at home on those warm and warmer records, but I think what Wilco adds to this song um, uh, works really nicely with it. Yeah, th- maybe that's part of what affects my enjoyment of this album is because it came out like kind of in, like this is like the part three of warm warmer. Yeah, we got, we got Schmilko, we got warm, we got warmer, uh, and then we got Ode to Joy, and it's four kind of mellower records um where you know um uh, previous to that we had star wars which was like a, a, a rocker a, 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 a rocker, yeah start finish right before that so um i do hope that uh you know 
anytime I make hopes for, oh, this is what I hope the next Wilco record sounds like, that's not what I get. And what I get, I realize in retrospect, I like a lot more. I remember before Star Wars came out thinking, oh, you know, it's about time that Wilco does an acoustic record. No, no. Star Wars was, was the record to release at that time. And then we got that acoustic records later on. Um, so whatever they do next, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit more of a, a rocker than this album was. I, I think the operative word in what you just said there is an acoustic record. <laughs> like, yeah. but we got like four of them, you know, and it's all, da- it's not even like uh, upbeat. It's all pretty much all just downbeat stuff. And it's, yeah. Uh, you know, I, the, now this, An Empty Corner, this is the last song on the album. So, of course, it's going to be typically the last song on the album. It's a, a mellow, right? Reservations, um, uh, In a Future Age. Um, I guess that's not the case on being there with uh, Dream of My Dreams. But um, this one definitely is a kind of a somber note to end a somber album on. So we're listening to the most somber of an already somber record. Uh, which is going to uh, uh, change how we, you know, without listening to the rest of the record, how we proceed. It's not all this mellow. Definitely, um, I know seeing them live on that tour, um, coming out with like Bright Leaves and stuff like that, when Glenn's just hammering on the drums was pretty exciting. I should clarify also on my feelings with this album that uh, the worst Wilco song is miles ahead of, in my opinion, uh, in my taste, uh, miles ahead of most any other band's songs. So uh, when I say that this is my least favorite, that's relative to, you know, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot and Star Wars and Summer Teeth and being there and AM. You just go through all... It, it's just a relative placement of it's my least favorite Wilco album. Because, like I said, the, the worst Wilco song is... Uh, it's still better than most bands. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Th- I, I, I want to uh, clarify that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, trivia question for you. Uh, pop quiz. Uh, who are two of the people to first ever hear this song live? Um, you and I. Because, correct. yeah, they played it at Solid Sound last year. Solid Sound with uh, White Wooden Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I And uh, you know what my thought was when they played it? I was like, oh, no, I hope this isn't what the entire album sounds like. So, I, I mean, I... It, it, was a, it was an interesting song to debut with, especially live. Um, there are uh, a few more songs um, that are more upbeat on that record that probably would have been the, the more obvious choice to uh, debut. But, um, I, I, you know, I, I still think back to that, to being in North Adams on, that, on Joe's Field, uh, and and think hearing that song for the first time, uh, it's a, it gives me a special feeling. Anytime you can hear a Wilco song for the first time live, it's cool. I at the end of the day, would love is everywhere or everyone hides. Maybe that would have been a little bit more exciting in retrospect, but it it was still uh, uh, I think gave us a good example of uh, uh, what the band had in store for us. So remind remind me. To take me back a uh, a year ago, um, I feel like I remember they were touting all day that they were going to play uh, some new songs. Uh, I uh, I remember I, he- hearing all day they were going to play some new songs, and I was very excited all day for that. 
I and... remember. I remember. I don't remember Wilco ever saying they're going. No, to not Wilco. Stuff. Just around yeah, the, around I the festival. The, the fans expecting yeah. because they um, earlier in the day. I totally missed this. Um, but earlier in the day, um, Wilco's engineer um, uh, from the loft uh, did like a presentation and showed a video that featured an ode to Joy song, which I believe was Bright Leaves. Um, so. We knew that they had an album in the can because you could tell when Wilco's recording because so, so many of the members don't live in Chicago anymore. So when everyone's social media is them in Chicago and they're not doing a show in Chicago, you know that there's probably some Wilco recording activity going on. Or if you're getting a um, bunch of pictures from the loft. <laughs> you're getting a yeah, bunch. Yeah, or, or when, like, there's a, there's a video, um, uh, was it end of last year or early this year, um, where it, it, uh, I can't remember whose social media account it was, but you could see like Michael and Nell's at the loft. So you knew that they do, they were doing something at that point, right? Yeah. Um, so we knew that they had a, an album. Cause we, you could tell that they spent a few weeks all in Chicago. Um, there was, as a hockey fan, there was a photo of most of Wilco at a Blackhawks game um, uh, from that you know early 2019 period. So we knew they had so something new to, to play for us. Um, so we're hoping, you know, solid sound were better than in front of um, an entire audience that is hardcore Wilco fans to, to debut some new material. Um, so they did two songs that night, um, this one and uh, what did I say earlier? Uh, White Wooden Cross. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that's really all I had to say about this song. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, no, uh, I, I just think it, it's it's just again the the i think what what um you know this would have been a fine jeff tweedy solo song but i think what makes this song is is the the atmosphere that the rest of the band comes together to create um and that's a, a testament to a band that i know wilco's been around since the mid 90s but this incarnation of wilco's been together for 15 16 years now um and uh um I, so i think at, at this point we're starting to see a lot of the subtle things that they do really pay off and, and become not so subtle anymore and really help create cool, some cool atmospheres. All right, man. Well, let's close this one out. Kevin, what do you got to promote, buddy? Uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, Kevin Vinyl. You can see what I'm, what I'm, what music is on my turntable. Um, and uh, sometimes I try to write a couple thoughts on, on an album and why I like it. I don't post albums I don't like there, so it's, it's generally pretty positive. Uh, and you can find out more about us at abcwilco.com. Uh, where can people go if they want to find out more about you? Uh, Instagram at Hess's Best and also Hess'sBest.com. Uh, you can email the show uh, at abcwoco at gmail.com. On abcwoco.com, you can leave us a voicemail. You can support the show. You can find out all the different places you can listen to the show. You can find the links that we had just mentioned in a nice, uh, concise, easy to uh, navigate place. Also, if you guys could please go on whatever podcatcher or whatever website you're listening to this show on, if you're listening to this show, and uh, leave us a review. We prefer five stars, but please leave whatever you think is fair and leave an honest review. If we suck, tell us we suck. Uh, we prefer you tell us we suck over voicemail so that it's not out there for the world. But uh, yeah, that's all I really have. So we'll see you guys in the next episode.